Can you imagine experiencing your life as easy and peaceful most of the time? Even when things around you seem to be in chaos? It truly is a possibility. That is the gift of living with soul and ego in harmony. Living in self-awareness without judgment. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is energy medicine. Now, here is the host of Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble. Welcome, everyone. My name is Tracy, and I am a Doctor of Energy Medicine. I work as a bioenergetic therapist, a spiritual guide, and a healer, and I specialize in treating the causes and the effects of depression, anxiety, acute stress and chronic pain from the perspective of the human bioenergetic field. My passion is teaching energy medicine, such as doing this weekly live show each each week. But I also love to teach Reiki, chakra balancing, and Hatha yoga. My gift is being able to see through the layers of energy that surround your physical body called your bioenergetic field. But my superpower is the ability to connect, with your permission, of course, directly to the voice of your soul energy. And then as a trained talk therapist, I have the joy of speaking with you one-on-one through ego energy. It becomes my job to guide and teach you to bring your soul and ego back into harmony. And that's exactly what this hour is all about, is sharing with you the information that I'm gifted from the hundreds of people that I get to treat each year. Today, we're going to be talking about selfish versus self-aware. This topic came about from much of the feedback that I've been getting from the show. And again, thank you so much. Uh, So far, there's only been praise. Uh, which I am grateful for, but please know that I also love to hear the criticism as well for two reasons. First, it helps me become a better teacher, but it also helps me to teach you from the place where you're at. A lot of the stuff that I talk about, I understand, may not be easy to hear if you're not ready, but I also know that if you are ready, it's exactly what you need, how you need it, and when you need it. So going back to some of the questions that I've been getting, people have been very curious about the actual definition of self-awareness. They've asked me in several different ways why I think it's important. And they have compared self-care or self-awareness to selfishness. And I would like to talk about that, to explain in great detail. Because one of the most challenging parts of self-care, especially at the beginning, is being able to comprehend the difference between self-aware and selfish. For many, it feels very much like they're being selfish as they start on this journey of self-care. Because... They're so accustomed to taking care of everyone else, putting themselves last, not mattering, or even worse, being trapped in the disease of having to please others at their expense. Selfish versus self-aware can be a slippery slope if you let it. Each is a very powerful energy of their own, but you are either 
in one or the other. And what is quite ironic is the confusion. Those who accuse people on a soul journey, who are in the process of becoming self-aware, who are doing deep self-care work, they are often accused of being selfish. And it is exactly that other that is accusing someone on this journey of being selfish that is indeed selfish themselves. If you're not ready for what I'm going to gift to you today, please be patient with yourself. If you are frustrated at all in what I have to say, please reach out to me. This may offend you, and for that I will not apologize. So here it is. Not being self-aware is extremely selfish. It's you that are causing your own harm and suffering 100% of the time. When we're not aware of the causes and the effects of our behavior, if we aren't aware of who we're being, why we are being that, and what it is exactly that we want to be, do, and have, then it's you that is neg negatively affecting your perception. It is you that is negatively affecting your outside others. Most who are not self-aware will judge and criticize those who are trying to be self-aware as selfish because they're not willing to harm themselves to please others anymore. So my question to you today is, are you someone who tells others what they should must and have to think, feel, do, or be, yet you don't do any of those same things for yourself? Are you someone who has no idea what causes the negative effects, bad feelings, terrible moments in your life? Are you someone who doesn't realize your effect on others? If so, you actually may be trapped in selfish. And the solution to that is simply becoming self-aware. I know that this is hard to hear and it may even be hard to grasp, but I promise if you stick with it and if you stick with me, you will get what I'm about to say. You are 100% the problem. You are also 100% the solution. What we think, feel, and do has consequences. If we don't know what causes us to think, feel, be, have negatives, then how do we ever shift out of that? Well, through self-awareness. Let's talk a little bit about what selfish is versus self-aware. So first of all, selfish, in my personal definition as a doctor of energy medicine, is the irresponsible, single-minded creation of non-beneficial energy without any awareness 
of your own cause and effects on yourself or others. If you go back to my very first show on April 4th, I explain the four levels of competence in great detail. The first level is unconsciously incompetent. It's not a good or a bad thing. It simply is. But what it means is that you don't know that you don't know, so you just don't know. So your causes and effects are often negative and rampant, but you don't know that. You tend to judge and criticize yourself and others. You tend to either blame, which is an explosion and it's everyone else's fault, or you have guilt. It's an implosion and everything is your fault. That's selfish. That's the true energetic definition of selfish, being unaware of the causes and the effects of your thoughts, your words, your chosen actions, and your chosen inaction. Self-aware, in my personal definition as a doctor of energy medicine, is a deep knowing. It's an understanding not only of who you want to be, but also what your own causes are, what your own effects are as well as how you affect others. I mentioned this in pretty much every show, but I haven't laid it out specifically this way. My causes of negative energy, my causes of creating and maintaining negative energy, are the non-beneficial energies called anger, blame, and disillusionment. My effects on others are that I have the power to pull others up or to push them down because I have a very dominant and aggressive personality. When I'm self-aware, that's a really great place to be. I'm a good influence. I'm in service to others. I love myself deeply and I love others unconditionally. But when I'm trapped in those non-beneficial energies, yes, I appear to be very selfish because I have apparently no control over my causes and effects on others. It's essential that we are aware. In selfishness, we only think of ourselves in terms of what we are going to get out of a situation. Very often, someone who is not self-aware does that through martyrdom, does that through manipulation, does that through bullying. When we're selfish, we're unaware of the causes and effects that we have on others, and we very often go into the I don't care or I don't matter attitude. Whereas in self-aware, We think of ourselves first. We prioritize self-care so that we can have what others will need without without depleting our own selves, without deflating our own selves. 
when we're self-aware, we're very aware of what causes negative and what creates positive. We're very aware of our effects on others. And we're consciously always watching to make sure that there's a balance. Self-aware, none of my business comes into play instead of I don't care. And I think this is a really, really important piece of understanding the difference between self-aware and selfish. On June 13th, in show number 10, I spent the entire hour talking about minding your own business and allowing others to do so with kindness and compassion. If you haven't listened to that show, please go back and do it. If you have listened to that show, please listen to it again. If you think that the people around you are being selfish for taking care of themselves or putting themselves first, then it is most likely that it is you that is not self-aware. If you judge and criticize yourself or others for the things that they should, must, or have to do, be, or have, then it is most likely that you are not self-aware. Let me tell you the truth in all of this. You deserve this knowledge. You deserve to know you in a most intimate way. To know your own self better than you know anything on this planet. You are responsible for being the expert of you. No one else is responsible for having that knowledge. Just you. And if you're incapable of knowing who you are, who you want to be, of what your causes and your effects are, how can you possibly dare judge and criticize others for not knowing that? And let me answer that. Because you just don't know that you don't know. So please, stop punishing yourself. Stop judging and criticizing yourself and others and get focused on being responsible for being the expert of you. Know the most amazing things about yourself. Know the least amazing things about yourself and love all of them. I do believe that illusion of lifetime is control. We have control over nothing but our own selves. We have control over our thoughts, our words, our chosen actions, and our chosen inactions. There is no other form of control. If you are feeling frustrated, if you're feeling like you're being controlled, if you're feeling like you have no control, there is only one reason. You do not know who you want to be. And in this moment, you are not being the expert of you. It's time for our first break of the show. 
When we return, we're going to talk about why it's so important to understand the difference between self-aware and selfish, but most importantly, to understand how to give ourselves permission to be what society has labeled the social definition, not the energetic definition of selfish. So when we get back, let's get selfish. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on Inspired Choices Network or on YouTube. Please feel free to call in, ask questions in the chat room, or connect with me after the show through email at tracy at tracytrimble.ca. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Before we went on break, we were speaking of a tricky subject, self-aware versus selfish. And I can imagine that for some, this was hard to hear. For others, this is not an old wound. It's not an old place. It's a recognizable space in which we're in that transition from selfish to self-aware. I want to shift the definition of selfish for just a moment from the energetic definition that I gave you earlier to the social definition. It's very often that we judge and criticize or we are judged and criticized for doing what's best for us and not doing necessarily what appears to be best for all. It is my personal opinion as a doctor of energy medicine, as someone who is in service to an average of 60 people each week, that the majority of our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual challenges come from this one word, selfish. We are either not being selfish enough by taking care of ourselves first so that our cup is full and we have what we need to gift to others. Or we are 
appearing to be selfish because we are completely unaware of our thoughts, words, chosen actions, and our chosen inactions. I very often in my classes use an example which may be hard to do verbally over the radio, but it's an important concept, so I'm going to ask you to play along with me. When we are not self-aware, we are trapped in a very singular perception of the world. So I'm going to ask you to sit up straight, both eyes open and looking forward. Without moving your head, move your eyes around the room. Take a few minutes to observe all of the details around you. Realize how much is actually happening that you're not aware of. Notice things you may have not noticed in a long time or you've forgotten about entirely. Now gently twist your body or your neck, whichever you're capable of, and look around you. Realize all of the things that were to your right, your left, or behind you that weren't noticeable because you weren't aware of them. This is awareness, the capacity to look around. Positive, spiritual, mental and emotional awareness is when you're looking around to find the most positive. So now in the journey with your eyes, find some really cool, beautiful, or awesome things around you and just appreciate them. Find gratitude for them. Although this seems like a silly exercise, it's actually quite rewarding. You can realize how much is around you and let me prove that to you by shifting to a limited single-minded, non-beneficial energy. So go back to the position where your eyes are opened and you're looking forward, straight ahead. Close one of your eyes. Open it again and notice that once you close your eyes, you lose your, your peripheral vision. Close that eye yet again. Make a small, gentle fist with your hand. You want to be able to see daylight through it. And with your open eye, bring your fist up so that you're looking through your hand as though it's a telescope. Look straight ahead. That is a single-minded vision. That's all you think exists in front of you around you, behind you. Open your fist just a little and allow a little bit more to be seen, to be aware of. Now take that hand away, open your other eye, and look around the room. When we are being irresponsible, single-minded and creating non-beneficial energy without any awareness of our own causes and effects, we are stuck in that singular, limited, telescopic vision 
of our eyes closed and our fists to our eyes. But when we have a deep knowing and an understanding of everything around us, of who we are and how we're affecting our environment, then we become self-aware. It's time that you start perceiving your life from the perception of your eyes wide open, of the capacity of having peripheral vision, of desiring to look around you, but also within you. It's time to stop having to please others at your own expense. Because it is you and you alone that is creating your reality. If you still believe that it's selfish to take care of yourself, to do things that make you happy, to raise your vibration, most importantly to do things or not do things that make you miserable and sad, then you're growing. You're about to grow. Self-aware is simply... Actually, let's shift that. Self-aware can be simple if you choose it to be. And all it takes is a little attention on you by you. It's time that you stop worrying about everyone else. It's time that you took care of yourself. I'd like to tell a nice little relevant story. I had a client yesterday who has been seeing me for several months. She's going through some challenging health care issues. She is beautiful physically and spiritually. She has uh, young children and a husband. She has parents that support her and a sibling. That sibling is also going through a challenging time um, in its relationship with its significant other. And although my client is dealing with her own stuff, her family has actually voiced an opinion that she has to do something to help her sibling who's struggling. And for the first time in her life, and with so much beautiful love energy for herself, she told me yesterday that she looked at her influential others when they said, you have to fix this. She said, no, I don't have to. I'm fixing me. And I'm sure, she didn't say this, but I'm sure to her shock, there was no pushback. When someone tells you you should, you have to, you must do, be, or have something that's going to cause you harm and suffering, that's going to take you away from taking care of yourself, from making sure that your cup is full, if it's going to cause you harm and suffering then you need to have the courage to say, no, thank you. That's going to cause me harm and suffering. And you know what? Yeah. Someone who is unconsciously incompetent that thinks you should fix everybody else's crap 
is probably going to think you're selfish. Who cares? Mind your own business. Focus on fixing you. Give yourself permission to have the courage to say, no, thank you. That causes me harm and suffering. I don't know who, even someone who is completely unconsciously incompetent, I do not know someone who is going to say, no, no, you should go ahead and cause yourself harm and suffering. It doesn't matter. There's no one that's going to do that. You are entirely responsible. 100% for everything that is going awesome in your life and everything that isn't. 100%. I know that's hard to hear, but it is the truth. You are creating your own reality. You're doing that Because you won't stop doing things that hurt you for fear of being judged and criticized. And you won't start doing things that empower you for fearing being judged and criticized. How is that okay? How is that okay? I would like to give you permission if you think that you need it. Stop causing harm and suffering to yourself, most importantly, but also to others. And start being more self-aware. It sounds like it's a lot of work, and at first it may feel like it, but it's not. You have support. I'm here to support you, and there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of people, places, things, seen situations and scenarios that are set up for exactly that purpose, for you to learn, for you to share and grow, to heal and to prosper. Are you ready? It's time for our second break of the show. When we return... We're going to discuss how you can become more self-aware and less selfish. You are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on Inspired Choices Network and on YouTube. Please feel free to connect with me if you have any questions, concerns, or ideas. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is, so we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., 
To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Tracy. I am a doctor of energy medicine, and my purposefulness is to be in service, to bring soul and ego into harmony. And I believe the only way to do that is through self-awareness. Before we went on break, we were talking about how you can become more self-aware. Before we get to that, I want to do a little sales pitch. And it's a sales pitch for every Reiki master teacher out there. It's my personal opinion, my personal experience. It is my professional opinion and my professional experience that one of the most valuable, empowering, and simplest ways to discover who you truly are, to become so self-aware that you know yourself, a deep knowing, that you become an expert in your own self, that you know your own truth, that your perceptions and your judgments are balanced and loving is through something called Reiki, specifically the first degree of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing practice where you learn to connect to source energy. You learn through your breath and your imagination to use the power of the universe to heal. For me, it's the power or the fuel or the source that I use to connect to your soul. In first degree Reiki, you are focused on and taught entirely to treat yourself. I call it the first degree of self-care. If every single person on this planet could remember that they have this power within them, that they learned to accept and to use Reiki on a daily basis, we would literally be peeling away the layers of non-beneficial energy that have accumulated within our bioenergetic field for ourselves. In my particular practice, which will not be the same for all teachers, so I'd like to preface that any teacher you connect with is perfectly perfect for you. But when I teach first degree Reiki, and again, I want to preface this by saying this is not the norm, and I've actually been accused that this isn't Reiki, but I don't see any of my clients complaining, and it works for me. My first degree Reiki is 12 hours split up over three different days. I teach traditional Yasui Teate Reiki, but I also spend time teaching self-care and self-awareness. I teach the importance of going into the layers of your non-beneficial energy without fear, 
with a hope and an excitement of finding your true and authentic self, of discovering your non-beneficial energies, because although we've judged them as bad, they're not bad. They're just not beneficial to you when you are not aware. So my non-beneficial bad energies are anger, blame, and disillusionment. And someone who wasn't on a journey of self-awareness would say, ooh, those are yucky. You're probably not very nice, especially when you get angry. But guess what? Because I know those things and I'm not afraid of them, when they come up, I dive in. Find out what the cause of them is, what the effects they have on me and on others are, and I grow. And when I grow, I learn. And when I learn, I share. When I share, I heal and I prosper. But so do those around me, those that I influence. First degree Reiki gives you not only a tool for self-care, but also what I call a tool for spiritually showering. Every day, as a matter of fact, scientifically proven, which I will share in another show, six to eight hundred times a day it's been proven that human beings on average go into emotional trauma. They go into the energy of fight, flight, or freeze. So six to eight hundred times a day, goopy energy gets stuck on you. So imagine if each of those traumatic experiences were a paint gun paint and you were shot six to eight hundred times a day, not only would that hurt, but it would be quite messy. What if you didn't wash that off? at the end of the day, and you started the next day with that layer already on you, and the next day it happens again and again and again. In an upcoming show, I'll be talking to you about my three-day theory, but let me start sharing this little bit. If today I don't start my day with a spiritual shower, so for me that's a self-care Reiki practice, It's 90 seconds to four minutes of a Reiki treatment that puts me in a high vibration energy. And I use that to protect myself throughout the day. Now, for me, that's extremely important because on average, I'm with 15 or 20 people a day that I'm in service to. But for others, it's also important because those six to eight hundred times a day, something happens that your heart and your brain go into fight, flight, or freeze at the same time. If we have a tool like Reiki, we're washing it off. Most importantly, in first degree Reiki, we learn the precepts. And I'm sorry that I didn't write this down, but in one of my early May shows, I did a whole one-hour session on the precepts of Reiki. But if we embody those energies and we're washing off the traumas that attach to us every day, we are literally taking care of ourselves. We're becoming aware of what happens in the day that takes us out of alignment, that causes us to create from a negative vibration instead of from a positive vibration. So to my sales pitch that went a little south, please 
If you don't already have first-degree Reiki, find a reputable Reiki master close to you. Ask them if they teach a self-care practice. Ask them if self-awareness is part of that programming. And then go and get your first degree of Reiki. It will be probably the least amount of money for the most amount of reward that you will ever experience. And I'm going to tell you right now, your Shin Pinden, your Reiki master teacher, can teach you everything they know. You have to do something with it. Commit to gifting yourself with a spiritual shower at least once a day. Create the visual of a paintball six to eight hundred times a day hitting you and then decide, do you want to wash that off or do you want to keep walking around with it? And to me, that's self-awareness. I am aware of the goop that attached to me. I am aware of its causes and effects and I'm saying, no, thank you. That causes me harm and suffering. And I'm asking you to do the same. To pay attention to who it is that you're actually being. Good, bad, beautiful, and ugly. And from that information, from that research, decide what and who you want to be. And then start being that which brings you joy and harmony. And stop being that which brings you harm and suffering. Imagine if it is that easy. Imagine. Know that you are supported. There are systems of support all around you. When I began this journey 18 years ago, there was no support. There was no support around me. I will never forget the moment that I desperately wanted to seek outside help. I had gone through the medical route um, through three doctors in particular, my doctor and two specialists, who finally ended up sending me to a psychologist who in a 20-minute period of time told me I was clinically depressed and I would require medication for the rest of my life. I was in my 30s. My people live until their 90s. That's a long time. Long, long time. Guess what? There weren't people or places. There weren't the Internet. There weren't things to reach out to. There weren't people to talk to. You didn't want to talk to people about your poor mental health, your poor emotional health. That's not true anymore. There are resources around you. You have everything you need within you. You simply must search for it. It's as easy as opening both eyes and looking around. Oh, my producer Christine actually just gave an amazing suggestion. 
something that will help you in this discussion. On Netflix, check out Brain on Fire. I personally haven't watched it, but it has just been added to my I'm going to do that list. So thank you, Christine. Okay, guys, let's focus before we go to break. Selfish, defined by energy medicine, is first and foremost the irresponsibly, sorry, is first and foremost irresponsible, single-minded creation of non-beneficial energy without any awareness of the cause and effects on yourself or others. Self-aware is a deep knowing, an understanding not only of who you want to be, but also of your own causes and your own effects on self as well as others. Are you selfish or are you becoming self-aware? It's time for our third break of the show. When we return, we're going to talk about the tools for developing self-awareness. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on Inspired Choices Network, live on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, or on YouTube anytime you wish. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tracy, and I am a doctor of energy medicine. And my purpose today is to gift you some tricky, slippery slope information that you may or may not be really happy about hearing. It's called selfish versus self-aware. And I'd like to talk about some of the tools that get us out of selfish and into self-aware. If you haven't already, please go back to um, my May 2nd show number 5 called Having to Please Others at Your Own Expense. 
And then pop on over to June 13th, show number 10, Mind Your Own Business. And then listen to this show again. It's going to put a pretty solid foundation underneath your feet. If you're brand new to this soul healing journey, let me give you some super easy and believable things to do to start spiritually showering. First and foremost, hydrate. Start getting as much water into you as you can possibly be comfortable having. At first, especially if you have been dehydrated for a long time, you're going to find that as soon as you drink, you'll eliminate it. It's because your body's forgotten how to absorb the water and the nutrients that you're being gifted. It's simply washing away the toxins. So be patient with yourself. Ideally, we should be drinking half of our body weight in ounces in a 24-hour period. I'm going to tell you right now, if you are suffering from depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain, a contributing factor to that is going to be dehydration. Please drink water. This, although not so simple, and I'm sure you have heard about it, get some sleep. You will find once you hydrate that sleep will come a lot easier. Also, as soon as you become more aware of who you are and who you want to be, sleep will become quite simple. It's a rejuvenation process instead of a state of anxiety. Also, gift yourself permission every day to do something that brings you joy. I don't like sharing this scientific fact because as human beings, I think it gives us a cop-out, but I also think for those who have been unconsciously incompetent for so long, it's a gift, so I will share it. Neuroscience has proven that 90 seconds to 2 minutes every 24 hours for a period of 21 days, our neuropathways reroute. So if we are doing something to raise our vibration, like bringing us joy, and we're doing it at least every 24 hours, we're benefiting. I call this spiritually showering. For me, it's Reiki, yoga, meditation, chakra balancing, being anywhere that my husband Fred is, being anywhere on my property here in Port Perry. But it can be anything, dancing, singing, playing a musical instrument, laughing. Whatever it is that you need to gift yourself, joy. Hydrate, get some sleep and find at least 90 seconds to two minutes of joy every 24 hours. Most importantly, breathe. Well, it seems like that's all the time we have for today. As always, I'm incredibly grateful to have spent this time with you each week. 
I trust that you got exactly what you needed from me today. And if for any reason you haven't or you have questions or concerns, please email me at tracy at tracytrimble.ca. If you want to know how I can personally guide or mentor you, check out my website at tracytrimble.ca. Next week, be sure to join me as we discuss the chakra basics. In energy medicine, the talk about town is always about the chakras. But the big question is, what are the basics? Because they're so complex and complicated. So in next week's show, I'm going to share with you what the chakras are, what they mean to you. It's not going to be very in-depth, but it is going to allow you to understand the language of energy that allows us to navigate our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual self, which also gives us a depth of self-awareness. So until next time, I'm going to ask you to gift yourself permission to find this self-awareness without judgment that I talk about so often. To be soul and ego in harmony. To give yourself permission to stop causing harm and suffering to yourself and others. And to start finding joy around you. Remember, you are 100% responsible It's all about perception. If you choose to continue in a single-minded thought, word, action, and inaction program, then that's what you're going to continue to receive. But if you choose to start looking around you, to be in awe of the beauty of what you can find in your life, to be grateful, to stop worrying, then guess what? you're going to find self-awareness even if you're not trying. So again, please gift yourself permission to find self-awareness without judgment. Be soul and ego in harmony. This is Tracy Trimble, Doctor of Energy Medicine. Thank you for choosing to listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. Tracy will return next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give yourself permission to learn, share, heal, and grow through self-awareness without judgment.